Hey there, and welcome to Taiwan Talk, where we share the stories of people living in Taiwan. I'm Trevor Tortomasi, and joining me in the studio today is Hermione Lee, a writer and published author who is much younger than you might expect. Seriously, Hermione is 18 years old, and she has already written 17 novels and published eight, for which she has received several awards and the privilege of being a number one best-selling author on Amazon. Hermione, welcome to the show. Thank you, Trevor. I'm very proud and humble to be. <laughs> Yay! Well, okay, so you seem like a pretty modest person, but I tried to do a little bit of the bragging for you. For real, though, you've written so much already. I'm leaving those pauses in. When did you first start writing stories? When I was 10, I first began a book, and, well, I did not like that story, so I gave up after two months. But I've always dreamed of being an author since then. And I started writing In the Name of the Other World uh, a month before I turned 14. And it got published two and a half years ago. Is that the first one that was published? Yes. So, I mean, there are so many genres of literature. There's like mystery, fantasy, science fiction, nonfiction, etc. What is the range of genres you write in? Is it fantasy? I write fiction, of course. Uh, fantasy, romance, psychological horror novel. And, well, I have a dream to write a book of every genre. I'm going to try mystery later this month. And I'd like to write a sci-fi novel, too, although I have zero knowledge of science. I mean, that's okay. There's science. You do your research. You should be able to, to write about it, at least make it fun. Um, you said psychological horror, too? Yes. Sheesh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said, I'm planning to write another one this month. Yes. The thing that strikes me about that sentence is that most people would aspire to write a novel this decade. Um, you're writing another one this month. Uh, I kind of want to know, since uh, for anyone else who likes math, Hermione has written about 16. Seven. I'm sorry, I keep saying I wrote 16. And in the time it took me to write the number 16, she's already written another one. Hermione has written around 17 novels in about four years. So how much time do you spend writing per day, per week? I would say it varies because I have good days and bad days, like everyone. Um, I try to devote four to five hours if I can, and sometimes more. I count them by words and not really hours. I uh, usually try to maintain like 4,000 to 6,000 a day. Dang. Okay. So, okay. And so are you already kind of, as you're writing one novel, already kind of thinking about the next three or the next 50? Um, sure. Okay. So you're always kind of, they're all, you're spinning all these plates in your head. But from kind of starting to write one novel, how much time is it until like that novel is out in the world? Uh, the shortest, I think a month or something. And the longest, like three or four years. Okay. So the next biggest question is, how do you balance all of this with maybe going to school? Since you're 18 now, you've probably had some school experiences in which you had to come home and write or balance it with homework. I'm homeschooled, so that takes a lot of the pressure off. I've always been at a normal school until I was 16 and I went ahead and got homeschooled. And it wasn't easy to balance school and writing. So I would usually just print the stuff out, bring it to school, edit a recess, try to make the most of the fragments of time, the little fragments of time I have. Yeah. Well, what is the toughest part so far been for you writing novels? Is it the story crafting? Is it the, the, the world building? Is it the, uh, the editing process? I would say yes to the editing process and also the need to get up and write something. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like writing, but I have to do it because the book won't write itself, right? 
how much time would you say you spend、uh, rereading and and editing your work as opposed to writing it? I used to edit all the time, like I would do so much, so much editing. But now that I've written so many, I、uh, think it's more than enough to do one round of editing. Okay, because obviously you're doing all the the writing, the story crafting, and all of this stuff. But、um, there are, I'm sure, other people who are helping with the logistics of getting a book out into the world. So how big is this like process?、Um, if you mean the publisher, I would have to wait several months for the manuscript to go into editing. And then the formatting. But if I self-publish it, I'll run it through a beta reader, and then I edit the whole thing once, and then I start to format it, release it to Amazon, and all that. Well, you mentioned、um, watching videos. You mentioned watch、uh, reading other books. I'm sure you must be reading also, like almost nonstop. What has been your biggest、uh, influence so far?、Uh, I would say Harry Potter is a great series. Is that where your name came from? Yes, I read Harry Potter when I was twelve. So I named myself Hermione. I would say yes, J.K. Rowling for Harry Potter series, and also Jodie Picoult. She wrote My Sister's Keeper, Nineteen Minutes, The Pact,、um, a lot of books. Are there any other things that have inspired you in your life besides、um, besides other books? Everywhere, like a random event or something I read in class, or a scenario that I found interesting. Well, I get my inspiration everywhere. Or maybe if the story had a different ending. Um, if what if why how I keep asking myself these questions.、Mm-hmm. It helps me think about what the world would be like if something happened. If something didn't happen. Speaking of something happening in the world, since you've been writing for the past four years, and we've all been sort of tossed around in the giant washing machine that is the global pandemic for the past three years, I imagine that must have, if not influenced, then at least affected your work. I would say the stupid pandemic has really bad influence on everyone's mental health, especially mine because I had to stay home.、Uh, I couldn't go to my favorite classes. You see, I audited a lot of cra- classes at different universities, and I loved going to them. I could grab my iPad and write at any Starbucks nearby, wait for the class to begin. But I knew that I couldn't let the pandemic steal away my time. I would try to make writing plans for myself at home. So I would still keep up with the progress, despite losing the thrill of going to classes. Yeah, it can be it can be tough. I feel like we're on the verge of going back to what we might consider normal. But、um, uh, hey, I mean, if it's if it's changed your writing in some way, then I think people will look back in the future and and say that this was a time in which all writers were changed by the pandemic in their own little ways. You mentioned that you were writing on an iPad or a tablet of some sort.、Yes. Where do you do most of your writing? Do you also write down with a, a pen and paper, or are you mostly writing on the computer or tablet? I used to write down a paper in school when I was still in school because our school、um, they would take your phones away.、Um, we weren't allowed to use them in class,、mm. so I had to use a notebook, write down the ideas and all that.、Um, but now I keep everything on my tablet because it's easier to type. I can't write as fast as I think, and sometimes my handwriting gets all squiggly, and I can't even read my own handwriting. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, it certainly is more satisfying in a, in a, in a primal way to just write down with a with a pen and paper. But tangible.、Uh, also, yeah, you definitely can't write as fast as you think. So sometimes having a computer is nice for getting all the thoughts out first, so you can go back and edit them later. Auto correct messes things up a lot. Oh my god,、annoying. all the time. All the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And the voice dictation isn't better. It keeps misunderstanding 
would I say? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm sure if you're writing fantasy novels, I imagine a big problem must be the names of characters can oh, sometimes get totally. a bit fancy. Yeah. Totally. I can't even type Charizard without my uh, my autocorrect messing it up. I um, don't even know that what that name is. Oh, it's a Pokemon. That's oh. no, just a Pokemon joke. Okay, so I've asked where you got your uh, a lot of your inspiration from um, and your biggest influences, but do you have like favorite pieces of literature? Let me think for a little while. I'm not a big fan of classics. What would a classic be? You mean like Pride and Prejudice or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I know a lot of people are wanting to slap me across the face for saying that. <laughs> no, I'm sure you'll find just as many allies as enemies in that. Uh, in oh, that. Yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to respecting that all literature has its, its place in history, but uh, I don't have to enjoy yes. reading about, you well know, said. like 16th century England or something oh, like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I like The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Mm -hmm. I also love a lot of Maya Angelou's poems. Love a good poem? Yes, for yeah. sure. Because I took a class in Shishin University um, called uh, American and British Poetists. And I learned a lot from those classes. A lot of poems. Oh, I wrote, I write a lot of poems, by the way. I heard that you do too. Uh, I, where did you hear that I write poems? Yeah, on the ICRT's introduction. Oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that people read that. Hey guys, go and check out my <laughs> intro that I wrote in the form yeah, of a poem. for sure. Maybe I could read one of my poems aloud. How about that? Yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah. poem reading time. Yeah. yeah, it's called Wonderful World. I wrote it last January. You wrote it during a time which some people might say that it was tough to be optimistic. So good on you for writing about a wonderful <laughs> Thank world. Thank you very much. The first buds of spring. Have you ever heard the wind whispering secrets in your ear or felt a passionate lover rain kisses on your skin? Have you ever wondered why we live and breathe and laugh in a world where everything can be seen and sensed? Have you ever seen the sun peeking out from the clouds or have you ever stopped to watch dewdrops missing the air? Have you ever tried to explore and navigate this big white world and feel the sights and smells and sounds beckoning to you each day? Just slow your pace and open your mind You'll feel the beating pulse of every being in the world, for all of them, like you, like me, are alive and sentient. Wonders around you will never cease as long as you keep mining. If you stop long enough to feel, you'll see the magic within. That's awesome. Oh, man. Wait, wait, I'm supposed to clap. Snap, 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 snap. That's how we do it at Poetry Corner. <laughs> I do realize that through songs, music, one can also learn English very well. Heck yeah, you can. I, I think uh, having like a, a favorite media or a favorite show, like if you're learning English and you love reading comic books in English, then your language is going to get better so much faster than anyone else. Sure. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I love that series. Oh, man. I found Diary of Diary. Wow, let me try and say that again. I found, di di I almost said a, a much worse word. I found Diary of a Wimpy Kid in Chinese when I was in, uh, I was living in California um, where I grew Ooh. up. And I also used that to learn Chinese. So um, finding something that, uh, that helps you enjoy learning language is like the most important thing. For sure, I think it's important to enjoy the language. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I know a lot of teachers make kids watch TED Talks and things that they're not even interested about. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, I would instead recommend everyone to make it a fun thing. Play some games in English. I, mm -hmm. do, I do that all the time. Talk to some American friends. Uh, if you don't have any, maybe you can make some friends by playing those games. You can mm -hmm. talk to them, message them. I talk to a lot of my author friends weekly. I even host a convention with a lot of different authors in our same publisher. So you host a convention? How many people at a convention? <laughs> it's not a lot of people because 
I know a lot of people are busy. We can't really find a time everyone agrees on. So it's usually three hours and anyone can just pop in and pop out anytime. That's awesome. With all these novels, with these 17 stories you've written, with eight of them published, if we could read only one of your books, which one do you recommend first? I would say Where the Magic Lies because it's won the Moonbeam Children's Book Award. Mm-hmm. Is that also one of your favorites or do you have a personal favorite among my your books? My personal favorite is Marvels of the Underworld. It's oh. the second book of my Otherworld trilogy. And uh, I like that book because I had a lot of fun writing it. And it was my first attempt to have a multi-genre book. So there's a sci-fi chapter, a romance chapter, a horror chapter. It ends with a murder mystery, plenty of fantasy, plenty of adventure. Uh, it was a very fun book to write. I read a lot of characters that are not like me at all. Alexandria, she was my first main character in the Otherworld trilogy, and she she resembled me the most. But for the other characters in the other books, none of them were really like me. And I think it's important to be a different person. It helps me learn empathy. Yeah, writing from the eyes of a character can can certainly teach you about putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Do Never you... set limits for yourself, by the way. I I can I've written from a male perspective, a female perspective. Because you never know what you can accomplish if you keep limiting yourself. Now, here's a fun question. How sure. do you feel about movie adaptations of books in general? I think movie adaptations, they're usually go big or go home. That's that's a fair that's a fair assessment, yeah. Some become really famous franchises like Harry Potter and like the Percy Jackson movies where they didn't do the books justice, you know, mm-hmm. and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. The movies didn't do the books justice either. It's a tall order for any movie to ever do a book justice. It just doesn't have as much room to work with. But yeah, I don't know. who could You could be the next Lord oh, of the Rings. Bridge to Terabithia was pretty good, the movie. Okay, nice. nice. One I of my favorite books. Ah, okay, good. I'm glad we had another favorite in there. I think Marvels of the Underworld would make a great movie because there's a lot of drama in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a magic mountain. They had to climb a mountain. And there's a arboretum with a lot of plants, living plants mm-hmm. that try to eat you, attack you. Okay, okay, nice, good, mm-hmm. good, good. That's awesome. Well, it seems like there's a lot of adventure in these novels. Sure, um, I love adventure. What are your aspirations uh, for the future? I mean, among writing more, of course, but uh, are you planning a new series? Are you? Oh, a lot of new series. Mm. I really have trouble writing the sequels, though, because I'm always excited to start another book. Okay. <laughs> I've heard that Stephen King has a problem of like, he writes amazingly, obviously, and then he just has trouble kind of tying up the the ribbon of the end of each of his novels. People say he doesn't end books as gracefully as he writes them. Is that a thing you've, in, in, a problem you've encountered writing stories? Yes, some stories are like that when you don't know how to close them. But I think that endings don't always have to be happy or sad. They just have to be satisfying. Someone once told me, and this is this is a thing I, I tell myself often as I watch a happy movie, a sad movie, or anything in between. It's not about how the story makes you feel. It's about how much it makes you feel. Because there have been movies that have really sad endings or there's like some sort of injustice at the end of the movie where I feel like it didn't end right, but it also made me feel powerfully about the injustice or something like that. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the aspiring writers of the world? Never give up. I know this is very cliche, but I've had more than 30 rejections now from all sorts of contests, agents, publishers, but I'm still writing. And now I remember why you started. It's not always about money, success, and all that, but because you like it. You want to stay true to yourself, to your works. 
you like it, so that's why you're persevering. Always remember that. And don't be afraid to branch out. Don't be afraid to test your limits and then break through them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you for coming in to tell your stories and tell stories about your stories. It's my honor. I've always dreamed of being featured on ICRT. And uh, thank you to you, the listener. If you'd like to find more stories written by Hermione Lee, you can find her on Amazon. Facebook and Amazon. Facebook and Amazon. We'll put some links in the description of the podcast. And if you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can listen to full-length episodes of Taiwan Talk, this podcast, wherever you normally find podcasts. And you can help us out by telling a friend. Anyway, that's it for this episode of Taiwan Talk. Until next time, I'm Trevor Tortomasi on ICRT FM 100. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese and EZ News, spelled with the letters E and Z, for simplified daily news. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.